this is WVLP 103.1 FM. You're listening to Porter County Buzz. We are sponsored by the Independent Order of Onfellows, Chequick Lodge number 56, celebrating 175 years in Valparaiso, Indiana. And we'll, maybe we need to start saying Valparaiso, Indiana, since we're podcasted, uh, which is also sponsored by the Oddfellows. And... Um, the uh good i'm glad you said that because i was just about to remind you <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh worldwide so uh you know it's kind of cool that uh people far and wide are reaching out so yeah uh, something new something cool you know and if anyone in fiji wants to invite us out for a you know a little <laughs> talk we'll uh, or do our radio show out in fiji or on a cruise somewhere i'm, I'm sure we'll be happy to do that well, and that's what's so interesting now that we have this podcast, you know, with the radio waves, it's hard to know uh, who's listening and, and where they're listening. With the podcast, you can actually see how many people are listening and then where they're located. And I, I haven't looked in a while, but I know uh, in the past we had seen some people in Ireland and, and different countries throughout the uh, the world, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of neat. And, you know, we can be as popular as murders in the building from, you know, New York. <laughs> true that. <laughs> Even though Very true. We're, not, we're, we're, we're not murdering anybody and we don't want to murder anybody, you know, and we don't want to be murdered. But, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the clarification. And by the way, this is uh, your host, Andy Bozak, <laughs> co-host Andy Bozak, with our other co-host, Greg Sims, because we kind of got off in a little. Tantrum before mem- mentioning each other. Yeah, there you yes, go. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and so we don't forget, again, this is WVLP 103.1 FM. And again, the odd fellows. So, but, um, and it's a big week for, uh, well, Christmas is coming in and um, a lot of stuff going on. And I'm going to give a shout out, actually, this, this maybe we should have them sponsor this show somewhere down the road. But uh, Casey's General Store, you know, the uh, gas stations? Yeah. If you are a member of the rewards, which is easy to sign up, the whole month of December, every day, they're giving away something free. And it's not a buy one, get one. It literally is free. And uh, Oh, wow. The first one yeah. was a uh, medium beverage. And I kind of laughed when I saw the cup because it looks pretty darn big. It's uh, <laughs> it, it, it's an American American oh, medium. <laughs> yeah, which, which back in the 70s would be like a a super, super extra large, you know? Because uh, I oh, think the funny. largest today are like a gallon, and then the uh, yeah. extra large are like two gallons. But uh, yeah, and then uh, and then the second day they did it was a uh, was Twinkies, but then if they ran out of Twinkies, it was a two-pack of Hostess, so ding-dongs or cupcakes. And then, uh, and then uh, today, or yeah, uh, the, the third day is a um, one of those little pies you know like a pocket pie or like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'll be getting one of those and they have a lot of casey so like i went into my first casey store when it opened in uh, a couple months back on, on route six in portage or mm-hmm. south haven yeah. at that area yeah. i think it actually is the county um but uh i noticed when i walked in there they had a lot of casey branded stuff like casey they make their own um beef jerky and stuff like that yeah. which i thought was pretty cool yeah, yeah, and and they're they're all over the place. Uh, I'm not sure how far they reach throughout the United States, but I know they're in several states. And uh, and here's another funny thing: since I've been going up to Wisconsin uh, more often than 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 not, um, a resident goat farmer. Yeah, being goat. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, they have a place called, or a, 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 I guess a fran- I don't know, franchise or just a bunch of called Quick uh, Quick Trip. And uh, yeah, the QTs, yeah, and I'll tell you the funniest thing. I went into one last week and uh, I can't remember why I went in there, but I did. And um, they have shopping carts. Well, oh, really? Yeah, when do you ever go to a convenient gas station store and have shopping carts? (laughs) I was like, oh my god, people shop here. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, and, and they had a bunch of, you know, I guess that reminded me of what you're saying about Casey's, you know, they had a lot of stuff that was, I guess it's a family owned place. And the only reason why I know that is when you're pumping gas, they have those little commercials on the uh, guest uh, pump. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. it talked about that and talked about make $15 an hour. And and then it said, uh, you know, we are a convenience store, although we have more than just convenience items and blah, blah, blah. And and they have potatoes for two ninety nine. Five pound potatoes, russet potatoes for five for two ninety nine. Wow. I'm like, 
huh. I was staring at him going, do I need any potatoes? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not taking any potatoes. <laughs> From the gas station. That's yeah, cool, yeah. though. <laughs> so but have you ever been down south to like the, uh, have you seen these Buckies? Have you heard about Buckies yet? No. Uh-uh. So, and I found out about it a few years ago. I'm going down to Florida. We're driving down for our family vacation. And all of a sudden I see a billboard and it says, Bucky's 1,500 miles or something like that. I mean, it's way out there. And then as I'm driving through Kentucky, Bucky's, you know, 700 miles and boom, boom, boom. As we're getting closer, there's, there's all these signs. So we're like, what the heck is this? So we stopped. Of course you and did. It's the, yeah. It's the world's largest gas station. Oh. And they're a chain. They were started in Texas. They're absolutely amazing. They have food, uh, like the world's cleanest bathrooms. They advertise um, their, their pumps. Um, there's no trucks allowed there, so there's no semi-trucks. Um, it's hundreds and hundreds of gas pumps outside. Um, and they make all their own food. Like they'll have fresh pulled pork, um, fresh um, different things they smoke. Um, they have the homemade jerky. They're making their fresh um, beaver nugget. I mean, it's just really, really cool. Well, so it, it's starting to get bigger. Well, I noticed they, they put one down in Kentucky near my brother's house. And I was telling him, I go, dude, you should check in to work in there. He's like, why? I said, this company is starting out, you know, um, they're full-time employees, 35 to 50 hours a week. They're making a hundred to $225,000 a year as management, as assistant managers oh, wow. with all kinds of 401k, three weeks paid vacation. I mean, it's just a really good company. So if you're down South and you have an opportunity and, and you see it, I mean, you won't miss the billboard. Um, sure check they, it out. It's really cool. Yeah. But I'm sure they just don't pay their cashiers, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. It's uh, but the still. cashier gift and maintenance workers start out at 16 an hour and they're paid weekly and they get the, paid time off they get the um 401k match so they they have benefits that most people at that level of job don't have oh so there is yeah they did they take care of the people pretty well so it's called bucky's now what is there uh is there a local like a a mascot yeah, or it's a beaver a beaver <laughs> a beaver bucky the b-u-c-e-e-s yeah and it's bucky the beaver From and Texas. i mean when you walk in it's like a walmart <laughs> it's i mean it's not it's not walmart like uh, cheaper crud. It is nice stuff, but I mean, it's got everything. It, it's a grocery store to, um, you know, they sell blow up inflatables for your Christmas yard display. And I didn't get one and I am kind of kicking myself. <laughs> so, so couldn't it be, I mean, in all reality, then let's say a Myers in, uh, in Valpo here, who cares where the Myers is? That doesn't matter. Yeah. And they've got gas pumps right in front of their store. Couldn't they tout the world's largest? I mean, it's networked on, we're just talking about a, a superstore that sells a whole bunch of stuff that also has gas well, right outside. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, their main thing, like when you look at their footprint, it's, uh, I mean, you would be blown away by how many gas pumps they have. Like I would have never expected it. What they do is they don't build in, um, commercial areas they'll kind of build out in the boonies or like uh, but off a major expressway but kind of where they've got more land and, and ability to sprawl out but not um hurt that local community as much or sometimes helping support that local community well we need one it's, 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 a, it's a cult following <laughs> yeah it would be amazing but it's got that cult following where people will drive like i have a guy that i work with who's talking about driving to kentucky um after the first of the year just to go down to bucky so he can bring up some jerky and yeah he's bringing me back too. <laughs> <laughs> so now are they going to have a little cabin uh, off to the back or are they going to have uh uh, a little campground for for tents and stuff for people that want to use it as a destination. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Oh my God. <laughs> that'd be cool. No, but I know you do see um, like YouTubers. Those the, I watch a lot of YouTubers that travel the United States in their vans and stuff, and they'll stop there and hang out. But like I said, the difference is is that um, compared to like a TA, which is a very big truck stop right. to travel America. Um, they, they don't allow truck drivers. So, I mean, I, I'm in trucking. I have no problem with truck drivers, but it does help change the environment in there. You know what I mean? Oh. Um, it's, it's more family oriented than uh, drivers on the road. And was it busy? Oh my goodness. Greg, we went in there at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. And they're still making everything fresh and they yell it out. They yell, uh, I forget what the wording is when, when the fresh pulled pork or the brisket comes up. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah. packed. I mean, wow. like you could move around, but I, I was, I was like, oh my goodness. But that's how we were. You know, we, we actually planned, not planned our trip, but hey, we had to use the bathroom probably an hour before that. But it's like, okay, we're going to make it this extra hour because we want to get to Bucky's, you right. know? 
And my kids were all on board. And there's wow. a couple of them now when you drive down to Florida. So we actually stopped at both of them. <laughs> <laughs> were they about the same? Like, you know, you walk yeah, in, you see one, you similar. see them all kind of a thing? Okay. I, I would think so. I know there's some some that are bigger than others. Um, and we're probably going to see some coming up this way because they started in Texas. They're in Louisiana, uh, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and they're slowly coming this way. And um, mm-hmm. I know they, they drive a lot of revenue. I mean, they really, you know, wow. really drive a lot of traffic into those places. But anyways, I'm sorry. I, I got off on something. No, and, uh, it's, well, hey, it's interesting. If, if people are traveling and uh, they have a chance to see one, then sounds like it's a, if you're in an area of one, it sounds like you wouldn't be disappointed if you took a little detour or if it's right on your way, stop there. Yeah. Now, how yeah. many people they, with all those gas pumps, how many people did you see pumping gas? I mean, is the gas cheap or was it, you know, just regular prices? I wouldn't say I wouldn't. Um, honestly, I didn't pay attention to that. I would yeah. say it would be been regular prices. It's not what drove me. What drove me is seeing signs from 1500 miles away. That's like, crazy. why are you wasting this advertising money? You know, and um, that's, it worked though. It really did. I, we were so intrigued. We had no idea what it was and we pulled in. And then actually when we got down to Florida, my mom and dad were like, Andy, we stopped at this cool gas station. Da, da, da. I was like, we went there too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, so the so Bucky the Mascot guy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucky the Mascot guy is... Um, got that cult following uh, following online too so like everybody wants the bucky shirts or the bucky's ass or it's kind of it's it's kind of cool because it's not everywhere yet so you know like if you know you know type of thing <laughs> yeah you see somebody with a bucky i've been to bucky's you know where they've been right right wow. right that's uh and when you're traveling it's nice to pull off the road and and actually relax and the other cool thing is is when you you know sometimes when you go to a pump and you fuel up and you you're going to go inside for a while you feel bad so you, you don't want to take up that pump so you have to pull out of the way <laughs> there's so many pumps no i mean you literally just leave your car there and there's <laughs> another 150 pumps open yeah yeah wow yeah that's uh it's interesting um so was there anything there that you have never seen anywhere like besides you know we know the shirts and stuff okay that's going to be different but did they have some certain product there? You're like, you've got to be kidding me. I've never seen this anywhere, and here it is. Well, it's kind of, uh, you know, p- uh, the store's kind of broken down into different areas. It's all one large store, but it's kind of, so you've got like a kind of a Cracker Barrel store oh. type area where it's kind of like the older toys, you know, some Bucky mar- Bucky's marketing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I would say really the, the cool thing about, uh, and everybody's super happy there. Like all the, every time <laughs> I've been to these places, the employees are really friendly and like, interact with your kids and make you feel like they want to be there. Well, they're getting a good wage. So they actually yeah. like working. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, the, just the, the, the cleanliness of the bathrooms and the amount of stuff they have there. When I, I'm a big jerky guy and I bought their bag. You jerky you're big jerk? Very good. You're a big jerk. Yeah, Is that I, what you said? I'm a big jerk too. Uh, <laughs> ask my kids. They'd say that. Um, Okay. But they actually make the, fr- they have a fresh jerky bar there. And I walked up and I was like, Hey, and they're giving me samples. And I was like, Oh my gosh, your jerky's good as it is. But when you get it fresh, it's, this is like next level. Wow. Um, wow. so that to me is my, that's my attraction. It's like, okay, we're going, we're going to get some jerky, <laughs> <laughs> but they got every snack and drink. And I mean, and that's the other thing, you know, like their fountain drinks, everything's really a really cheap everything's very affordable now what about like an um, auto shop or uh tires or something you know i don't i don't believe so i didn't see anything like that okay uh, but it's so big i didn't drive all the way around it to be honest <laughs> for any of them because they're just massive wow and people are excited to be in there you can tell you know that people and most people that are in there aren't going to be locals or aren't people that are traveling right. yeah. to and from work these are people traveling across the united states with their family for vacation or whatnot yeah. so it's always cool to see Dumb, dumb tourists willing to spend their money on anything just because yeah yep, that's me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that's wild so yeah but uh so a lot of things going on this uh this holiday season you know get your casey's rewards go to bucky's um go to the chris kindle market in chicago or by wrigleyville or downtown or aurora has one and then uh i guess laporte had one uh, early in the season for uh, for a couple of days. And oh, okay. I, I did not go to it. Somebody did, and they said it was nice. But uh, you wonder why they only do it for a couple of days. But, uh, you know, the, it, it is what it is. And now the 
all the lights are out everywhere. Your lights, how are your, how is your display going? Uh, so far, so good. We, uh, last night, um, we had an incredible amount of people and it was really cool to see Aiden went out there. So he's the oldest, you know, and, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, he went out there and he's handing out candy canes and he just loved it. As oh. a matter of fact, though, I got to tell this story. So he comes back in and he's handing out candy canes for about 30 minutes. Um, now Adley, my little guy kept going out there with him and he's helping, but he's real shy to talk to people, but he would. So as I mean, there was 20 cars lined up on the road, staring at our house, Aiden staring, standing in the driveway. If somebody come up, he'd hand him a candy cane. AJ standing there dancing next to him for the whole time. And like really boogieing down. Uh, well, I guess these girls come walking by that are about Aiden's age. And so Aiden hands him a candy cane and he goes, dad, she asked for my Snapchat, which is kind of, you know, asked for his contact information. Oh, okay. I was like, no, really? Aiden, you're using a light show to get girls' phone numbers now? <laughs> it was so all bad. because the younger one was the drugs. Like, like when you go to the, the park and you have a puppy, everybody wants to, you know, be around the puppy. Well, seems like Aiden's <laughs> got a puppy. That. <laughs> so he, he, he fights with his 10-year-old sister all the time, Abriella. Well, Abriella, you know, is a doll. Yeah. Like, everybody just, she's just a, a cute kid yeah. so i'm like aiden stop fighting with her and utilize her show show what a good big brother you can be you know oh my god yeah. now that was andy bozek by the way trying to get what? dates for his son from his other daughter <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what i was trying to do was get him to be nice to his sister and play yeah. head games you know this is the reason to do it but really i just want you to be nice to yourself but yeah. you know they're at that uh, they're at that age where they just they, they bicker back and forth. They're not really mean, you know. But battling yeah, back and forth. Most families do absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They need something to talk about when uh, you're old and gray, and they're sitting around the campfire, and they go, "Remember when we used to beat each other up, and Dad and Mom you go crazy, and yeah, and that's what they're doing. They're loading up future stories." Right. Right. Well, I got a story to tell you, and I kind of uh, already told you about it, but I, I guess I should bring it up here. Um, the other day, I was actually invited to speak or present to um, Valparaiso University to Professor Professor Band's class, mm-hmm. um, and, and she teaches. Oh, and now my mind's going blank. What does Sam Burgett do again? What's the title? Social work. <laughs> Social work. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Anyways, so, so Professor Band teaches a class to these people that, for the most part, want to become social workers. So I was mm-hmm. presenting on um, the county and um, what what the role of the council is, what the commissioners do, um, and one of the big things I was there to talk about was collaboration and communication and, and working together. Um, so that's I during our talk I actually brought up our radio show yeah. because I said yeah. that's exactly what we're here to do um, and then I mentioned you know our work with Sam Burgett um, and how she's our social worker she came from Valpo uh, with Chief Ballin and then when Chief Ballin became Sheriff Ballin um, the council appropriated money he was able to hire her and now we have her working for us and um, she was actually in Professor Band's class and uh so that was that was pretty cool. Not not when I was presenting, but previously, you know, when she had gone to VU, sure. um, and uh, I had brought up during that that conversation that uh, you were working on potentially, or we. I mean, you kind of heading it up, but uh, working on what we can do to get another social worker to assist them for the county. And I right. was pretty excited yeah. about that. And here's these people in the class going to school for this. And now they see that there's new jobs being created out there for exactly the field they're in, which right. was kind of nice to be able to tell them about. <laughs> well, no, and that's true. And, and you're right. It is opening up a whole new opportunity for uh, social workers. And it's a it's a slightly different kind of, um, I don't know, offshoot. It's like you're helping, you know, you're working directly with the police officers in these regards and the emergency people, as opposed to just working for an agency, helping, you know, disadvantaged people, whatever, you know, so it's a, yeah. it, it, it's a more exciting spin, I guess, if we want to call it that, uh, to the social work entity. And, but yeah, this is all brand new stuff. And, and it's just going to expand because I guarantee, I would, I would be shocked that within the next five years, every department, every police department, uh, you know, with decent sized, they, they would probably all have their own, find the money for their own social workers. And then like, look at a city of Chicago or New York, they'd probably have, you know, 200 of them, you know, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, goodness, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, nothing but room to, uh, to expand. And, um, and as more people are coming into the population and more people are needing some help and, 
and they're seeing where the help is uh, beneficial to the communities. I, I hope, and I mean, we're hoping that it's all good, you know, money well spent. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. No, it's that's, really it was cool because this this group was actually active. You know, they weren't just sitting back and listening to me talk. They were actually asking questions, and it actually felt like I was, you know, getting not not getting through to them, but presenting to people rather than just presenting to a screen where people are nodding their head. You know, these people were active, which is fun well, <laughs> if they were wearing sunglasses they were probably sleeping and having little spasms in their sleep and that's what you that's the movement you saw but uh no it's good well yeah and you know well you know we're talking about laughing and stuff the weirdest thing uh you know many years ago uh for those that are listening they uh if they've ever gone to wisecrackers comedy club in maryville and it's been gone for I don't know, 15, 18 years or so. It's been a that long time. That was the one in the Star Plaza, right? Correct. Or right near it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And every once in a while. I went there once. Yeah, yeah, it's always funny is I'll go there. I'll go, I'll be somewhere and someone will say, hey, I remember you from the comedy club because I was the MC and, and. Oh my gosh, I forgot that about you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be darned if I was, I was in uh, Shearville a couple days ago. And I, uh-huh. I parked in a parking lot. And I'm walking into this building. This lady's just staring at me. I'm thinking, God, is there something wrong with my jack? You know, I, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as I got within 10 feet, she goes, did you work at Wisecrackers? I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe people still remember that. All I asked her was, oh, my gosh. Did you have fun? And she goes, yeah. And I go, was I funny? And she goes, absolutely. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good for another week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, so what did you have to do? Was this stand up or would you already have your lines written or were you just meant to introduce people in a little comedy or? Yeah, it was. God, That's going to be hard, man. It was really weird how it all happened. I was uh, hired as the bartender and back how we did it. There was the bar was in a, another room. It wasn't in the place where you, you know, where the, the seats were for the comedians or for the, you know, the comics and where all that okay. stuff. Uh-huh. So the waitresses would uh, get the orders and then come into this other room and then I'd make the drinks. And uh, and then it got to a point where it's like, you know, because I wasn't, how it worked is you were getting tipped, you get tipped by the waitresses tipping you out at the end of the night. Okay. Okay. And I, I never felt that I was, uh, oh, given, given a fair amount. Like, Compensated. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I knew, you know, they all needed money, and I get that. I mean, we all need money. But I always felt that they, they, they and I found out later on that that was true. They would hold back a little bit of money or say, hey, I only made 80 tonight. Here's some money instead of they made 120, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, okay. So it got to the point where, and it still was, it was okay, but then I went to the, you know, a couple of times we'd be really busy. And I'd go, hey, can I pick up some tables? I can pick up tables and still, you know, sling the drinks. So I started picking up a couple tables here and a couple tables there, and it worked out really well. Well, all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe a year or so into this thing, the uh, the the there was a doorman, and his whole job was to collect money from the door, and then he'd mm-hmm. introduce the comedians, and then there there was two shows a night. Well, in between both shows, the manager comes up and says, "Hey, uh, one of you guys got to introduce the comedians because I just fired the doorman. He was he was stealing money from the door, you know." Oh goodness, yeah. So there was three of us there and, and we literally had this microphone, it was just a handheld, and it was eeny meeny miny mo and I ended up being the mo, you know, after a few rounds here. And I'm like, fine, I'll just go up and introduce him. Well <laughs> that sounds like right up your alley. I don't know why you had to be picked. <laughs> well, because it was just it's just different. I, I you know, I yeah, mean telling yeah. telling a joke is different than being a comedian, you know, or or telling a story. It's an art form, it really is. And um uh, and the good ones really are. There's a reason why they're good. I mean it's that's some yeah, serious talent. Yeah. So uh I get up there and I couldn't the lights were so bright I couldn't see past four feet. The the lights were so blinding. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, okay. I didn't know who I mean I, I knew the the room was packed and I'm just like, Okay, here's this comedian, someone yells in the back, Tell us a joke. I had I mean I didn't know a joke. I mean, you do, but you don't. You know? <laughs> You're like, son of a gun, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't know. I, I said something, and they kind of laughed a little bit. I'm like, okay, so I brought the, the comedian up. Well, then at the end, the guy says, hey, you got, you got to do this again next week. I'm like, well, I'm not, 
I'm just going to introduce them. I'm like, no, that was kind of fun. Why don't you think of some jokes or something and you can tell. So that's how it all started. So I would think about stuff and tell a joke or a funny story or something. And then as things got going, here, here's where things got really kind of, I'm not going to say bad, but well, bad for me. <laughs> yes. We would have these. That's entertaining for us. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'd have the, how it worked was, it was an hour and a half show, and the first comedian mm-hmm. would go about about a half hour, and the second guy went 45 minutes. Well, if you do the math, that doesn't add up to an hour and a half. So they say, hey, listen, you need to you need to take some more time in the beginning, you know, slow it down a little bit, tell some stories or do whatever, and then introduce the first comedian. And then in between, you know, have a little bit of time and then that will milk it into an hour and a half. Oh, you're the filler. Oh, goodness. And I'm like, "Okay, you're going to pay me any more? They go, no, you're so. So I was doing that, taking orders. And then slinging, you know, doing the drinks too. Oh, you were still doing the drinks and taking. I was still doing it all. Well, here's here's where the really uh, okay. Here's where a couple of the things that that kind of got like, what the heck? We'd have people that were regulars. They'd come every week, and they would say, Uh "Are you going to tell the same jokes you did last week?" And I go, "You realize I'm here every week. These comedians come in every six months. You know, you you remember they're funny, but you don't remember what they said." So they can keep the same stuff over and over. And they, and they tweak it, you know, don't get me wrong. But and I go, how can I come up with new material every week? I mean, this is crazy. And then we'd have a couple comedians that were just, oh, my God. God the first people, not, not the second ones. The first ones were just start, God awful. And sometimes the manager would say, hey, listen, this is, uh, you know, Joe Schmo coming back. Um, you, need to, you, need to fill in, you, you need to take some of his time away. And I go, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And wow. Like, we're only going to give him 15 minutes because he's terrible. And uh, we're not. Well, why did you let him back at all? Well, because it was a service. And, you you, you know. Uh, th- oh, that's is, how that works. Yeah, it's like a rotation. And these guys would travel all over the country, you know. Okay. Oh, I didn't so, realize that. Yeah. So there were times where I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell am I going to say for 15 minutes? You know. <laughs> So it was a it was a challenge, but then over time, you know, I mean, I I've got things written down in a book. I, I imagine if if I were to go back and do it, I might, you know, some of the jokes are outdated, of course, but uh, I I might be able to throw in a, or get get five or ten minutes worth of some good stuff and uh, have some fun again. But no, by you no got way. any good joke you can tell us like you're proud of a good joke you could tell us on the show now or not? Oh, are they not appropriate? Yeah. That's another question. Well, <laughs> I, I can tell them to you on Monday, but, uh, you know, at the journeyman thing, but because you know what? It, it was an adult crowd. So most of the stuff, okay. and, yeah. and it was very, very rare that I, I, I didn't believe in swear. I don't know. I'm not a big swearing person anyways, but no, you I, don't. I never thought, or I never, I never thought good of the comedians that had to use foul language to be funny. You know, I, I always thought the the best comedians are the ones that anyone in the room, you know, would enjoy it, whether you're five years old or 90 years old, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of my, oh, I'd have to look at my stuff, but the, the stuff that okay, comes in my head right now, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more uh, adult version. <laughs> it can be presented on a podcast, but not a radio show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, or have to really struggle hard with some words to, to fit it in the story correct, you know, but uh, yeah. That's cool, though. I, I mean, that takes a lot to be able to do that. A lot of confidence and a, a lot of smarts to be able to actually entertain people and then continue to do that. Yeah, well, you know, the other thing, too, that I learned, and, and this is what's kind of funny, too, is I'd go up and some of the comedians, would, you know, they'd give me pointers and stuff, and some of them would, would ask to take some of my stuff, you know, like, hey, can I... Can I steal that? I'm like, you can, you can have it. I'm stealing it, you know, whatever. But, uh, and that was kind of flattering when it didn't happen that often, but every once in a while, you know, you just That's pretty cool, yeah. But the thing, too, that I learned is, you know, your first show Friday night, you might say something and it bombs. I mean, just total bomb. You say the same joke the same way at 1030 and people are dying and rolling over in their chairs. And I'm like... What the hell happened? How how does it bomb in alcohol one? Alcohol was flowing. Well, it, it could be people generally do loosen up when they have alcohol in them. But it was something that the comedians always said. They go, "You give a this one guy in particular that I remember. He mm-hmm. goes, you, you give a joke six tries, 
if it bombs, you know, all six times, then, you know, get rid of it because it's, it's not going to happen. But, you know, don't give up on it because it could be the crowd. It could be, like you said, you know, could be early on. That's eight interesting, o'clock. though, yeah. Yeah, and it could be the, the type of crowd you're, you know, if it's a whole bunch of females or males or older or younger. You know, take, mm-hmm. a, take a peek at, at who the group is when it bombed and try and remember who the group was when it just got, you know, did well and and go from there. So it's a... Uh, and, and every once in a while, I'll notice that with some comedians, you know, when I go and, and see some some comedians and stuff, I kind of go, oh, okay, that was not good. But then you'll hear later <laughs> on or you see the show and it'll be a funny thing. I'm like, yeah, down, like, like even geography. Some of the jokes up north are different than jokes down south. You know, it's some, some of our humor is just more... Or if you go over to another country and stuff like the English, mm-hmm. you know, their their humor is a little bit different. It's a little edgier than than. Uh, no, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, but it's a it, it's a wonderful learning experience. But if there's anyone out there listening, I will tell you that uh, if it's something that you want to do, just start out small. You know, go somewhere, maybe an open mic somewhere, and and tell a couple jokes. Get in, get out, and uh, you know, don't don't stress too much. And if it bombs, who cares? It, yeah. You know, it, it, it's not the end of the world. And then, you know, see what happens, go somewhere else, try it again. Or, and, well, and, and everyone's going to fail. You're going to fail. And absolutely. you're not learning if you're not failing. So you're going to bomb. And absolutely. that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, <clears> basically, <throat> read your crowd. You know, yeah. are they ready to that's have awesome, fun? That's awesome, man. So, yeah. But that was, uh, yeah. I, and, and I guess that lady kind of rekindle some of those not again i have no desire to go on stage again <laughs> but uh it, it, we're on stage once a month as it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it, it's interesting but um but yeah and uh what else had happened this week um oh so did you see i went out on a weeknight after our talk uh, two weeks ago <laughs> on our show yeah, Roseanne won some free tickets yeah <laughs> So what oh, was this thing? Yeah. Well, she she entered this contest online for Pentatonics tickets, which is uh, the the Alcapello Al group that uh, five members that pretty much I think they got well I know they got started um, singing Christmas songs that their hit song was Hallelujah, um, but they were awesome man. And being into Christmas, I, I was like, oh, this is this is too cool. But then I found out it's on a weekday. It's on a Thursday. I was like, well, what do we do with the kids? We got school in the morning. We got to work in the morning. But then I remembered our conversation, and, and my wife pressured me a lot. And so we, we went, and I'll tell you, I am so glad I did. It was amazing. I had a, such a great time. And where was it at? It was, um, oh, no, my mind's going blank. The, the one, uh, it's right off the highway. Um, is it in Arlington? Uh, it's, a, it's kind of by the tweeter. Uh, in Illinois? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the Rosemont yeah. Horizon? But right by the airport? The Allstate Arena. There you go. Allstate Arena. Allstate. Okay. Oh, wow. So that was a big, that was a big crowd. Yeah, it really was. Um, and I was, I was really surprised that there was as many people out on a weekday as there was. Oh and there was a, a ton of kids there. <laughs> um, you, you do realize people actually go out all the time. You, just because you and, no, and Bird no, Harbor don't go out. No, do not. Oh my God. Most people I know do not. And, and no, I've got some you do, people, you know, <laughs> I know. Well, see, and my thing is, is I, I, I don't operate well on low sleep. So Friday was rough for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny you said that because I was talking to someone the other day about, uh, about certain jobs and stuff. And, uh, you know, like retiring from teaching, I'm like, you know, the biggest thing I, I don't miss is the grading that that's easy. Uh, whether it be homework or test, you know, I, if I never grade another thing in my life, I'll be super happy. But, uh, (laughs) then I, (laughs) I find myself thinking about, you know, okay, I, I get a lot of stuff. I'm really busy now, almost busier than I was before, but the difference is I'm getting a lot more sleep. And then I got thinking about that. I'm going, you know, you get to bed about 12, one o'clock in the morning. And I'll wake up, you know, whenever, but my whenever seems to be about 7 o'clock, 7.30 in the morning. And I'm going, huh. And and then I thought, my God, like, let's use our our county workers, you know, they work from 8.30 to Mm -hmm. 4.30. I got, I'm like, oh, my God. You can can go to bed late at night, 
wake up without an alarm clock and still have enough time to eat some breakfast, take a shower and go to work. I, I did not know what that was like because <laughs> I was up at, you know, a little after five in the morning getting stuff ready. And, you know, you want to get to school a little bit early and you you're getting ready for the kids to come in and stuff. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you get out of school at three, well, you know, about three o'clock ish, depending. And then uh, if you're coaching something, it's more time. And, and if not, then you're trying to run some places before five before they close. And then the odds are at night you're grading stuff. And then so by, you know, nine, ten o'clock, you're beat. And you're like, OK, I'm, I got to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just did not realize that there's a lot of people out there that can stay up later than I ever did, sleep a decent amount and still be able to go to work and be fine. I'm like, I just never thought about it. Um, you know, because I guess you, you get in your own little world and you think everybody is is on the same hours as you are. So that's why when you said that, I'm thinking, yeah, there's a lot of people that can go to bed at midnight, get a decent night's sleep and still be fine for work yeah. the next day. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it, it made me think. And I just, I you know, the only big difference is, you know, there's some times where as a teacher, you're working 183 days or so a year. You know, so you got some, some more time off. But still, it's... Uh, it's an interesting, you know, when you get into a routine and stuff, it's just interesting how sometimes they shake that up a little bit and get a little unnerving, but. It, it does. And I'll tell you, my thing wasn't, because I think we got home about 11 o'clock that night and it wasn't late. I mean, that's, you know, I'm usually going to bed between 1030 and 11. So I should have been right on target. Mm-hmm. The problem I have is. I'm so pumped up from that show, man. It was amazing. <laughs> my, 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 everything's moving inside my body. I'm, I'm ready to go. I mean, I was not ready for bed. So that's, I, my problem wasn't that I didn't get home early enough. Our problem was that I just can't wind myself back oh, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes that happens. Well, you know, that's when you can get some more uh, work done or uh, think about the next thing that the county can do to help the people, you know. Yeah, do what you can right. for your constituents. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. what happened? I was in bed for probably 45 minutes an hour, and, you know, I'm thinking about this problem at work, and then I'm thinking <laughs> about this county thing, and then I'm thinking, you know, I, one of the things that I was thinking about was our uh, question that came up with the portage assessor, you know, that at our last meeting that we tabled. Yeah. And um, yeah. so the, all these thoughts are going through your mind, and it's like, oh, I just wanted to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's when you can take a shot of whiskey, and hopefully that helps. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I forgot to do. Where were you, Greg? You could have reminded me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, it, it's, it's always interesting, though, when, when you look at other people and other things. And just like when I uh, spent some time in New York, one of the biggest shocks I had was how late people eat. You know, it was 9, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. at night. And I'm like, oh, wow. It's time for bed, oh, wow. and you guys are eating dinner. And then they yeah, look at you I like, I eat late at seven, seven thirty. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just, and then, you know, and of course the joke is when you retire, you know, you eat at four o'clock, you know, you get those early bird specials <laughs> and whatever, you know, but yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a captain battle on vacation. Yeah. We actually, some nights have to eat two dinners oh. because he wants to eat at four, like you said, yeah. and my family's yeah. used to eating at seven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, four o'clock is just a snack, you know. It's like a that, like, a, like that, an afternoon yeah. tea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, I'm getting my stomach's getting. I'm filling out like Santa, so it's it's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, yeah. It, it's just. It, it's By the way, uh-huh. if I can mention this on the show, and if you know anybody, um, this, every year we have a, a Santa, a Grinch, and Mrs. Claus. You were here last year for yeah. the event yeah. uh, where they come down. Um, we get free candy canes, hot chocolate. Um, the Santa that we had last year can't do it this year. His schedule is completely booked for December. So if anybody knows oh. a Santa that would be willing to come out on a weekday for an hour and a half, meet kids, volunteer, it's that's not paid, but yeah. Um, yeah. it's all, all the money get, we collect goes to the caring place. So it's for a positive cause. Sure. So if anyone knows anyone, email us and let us know. Yeah, at yahoo.com. Yeah. Or or just call call Andy Bozek. You know you can you can sure, call please. him from the uh, call the county uh, call Joy call, our secretary two, yeah. at the county council yeah. 
and uh, yeah. and she'll be happy to uh, to send a message on to Andy, and that would that would probably be the easiest way to do it, you know. Sure. And, sure. Or if somebody knows somebody that knows somebody, you know, and and Andy can get a hold of them, that'd be great. Because last time, then if you have somebody come out, then are are you going to have the? Because uh, last time the caring place had some hot chocolate. Are, is that what you're thinking? That that same kind well, of. Well, actually, we every year, yeah, we do that. I, the caring place does the candy canes. The hot chocolates all bought by us. So we that's our family that does all that. So yes, that's okay. already I already bought yeah. the hot chocolate for this year. I'm already ready. But then I lost Santa. So we got a Grinch and we got a Mrs. Claus. We just got to find a, a Santa. Oh, well, okay. But now if you can't get a Santa Claus, are you still going to find a way to do the Grinch and the Mrs. Claus? I would think so. I mean, I don't know if it was be as attractive. I mean, our Grinch was awesome last year, though. Yeah, so it probably yeah. would be. It probably will be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I want to do it. It's it's usually a great night to get people out. Um, we usually do it towards Christmas a little more, yeah. and it's a good fundraising night because you know Fridays and Saturdays will be our biggest fundraising nights. That's why we don't do it on a Friday or Saturday. Um, we'll do it on another night to to try to bring donations up that night and bring people out. Right. So right. that's you know, and and then they also get a chance to meet with the caring place. So if right. you're having problems, you could talk to somebody on the side or. We've had quite a few people that have been past uh, residents there oh, okay. that have come. And I think you met one last year when, when uh-huh. they showed up um, about how excited they are. And, you know, I've been getting a lot of messages this year to the page about people that are. Yeah. In place 20, 20, 25, 30 years ago, and they were helping us. And now we're in a much better space. And uh, actually, a couple of people came last night. They sent me a message and they, they said, said that they came last night so you know it's pretty cool to see yeah and and it's a wonderful place it helps a lot of people and uh does a lot of good in our community and and absolutely it's a shame that we need a place like that only because we shouldn't have those things happen but still you know it is what it is but uh great people great uh environment absolutely i'm with you 100 percent so yeah hopefully we can uh we can put out an all call and uh see if we can get you a santa claus it ain't gonna be be because uh you know, I don't have that belly you've got. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I don't have the personality to be Santa Claus. Well, you know, maybe I'm but, not nice enough. <laughs> but but maybe that's the thing to do is maybe maybe at some point you start looking seriously into it, or you know, and you go, well, let's just you know, maybe that's another. I know you do a lot, but that might be another role that eventually the, you, you be, grow into. It might be, Greg. Yeah. You know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, we, you and I keep putting on more hats. I don't know why, but we keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's uh, that that's that's good stuff. And uh, what else did we have? Um, we're gonna have. So I know um, you wanted to talk about the council meeting the other day as well. Oh well, the the biggest. I mean, thing, I'm just. Yeah, 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 yeah. The biggest thing about the council meeting was the, uh, you know, that we gave uh, some two really good recognitions, and I will also tell you that, uh, you know, I don't think they listened to our show, but if they did, you know, like Reg, the, the our president and vice president, I'll put it to you that way. Because I remember, you know, when we initiated the um, certificates and stuff, it would just be the president or vice president would go out in front and hand somebody a little. But for these, you know, since you initiated the uh, the one with the school and, and I initiated the one with Ivy Tech, it was nice that we actually were able to go out in front and kind of uh, lead lead the charge, so to speak, instead of, you know, our, our the leadership of the council. So I was really happy about that, actually. Um, yeah, I was too. That was very cool of our president, uh, President Rivas yeah, and VT uh, yeah. uh, Stone, yeah. to allow us to share some of that, uh, be, being able to bestow that honor upon people because it, it means a lot. I mean, this, the, the both schools did some amazing things, you know. And as a matter of fact, the Ivy Tech people, I, I really wanted to hand them job applications. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, when you're done with school, make sure you work for the county. Yeah. Well, that's. See, and, and I guess we'll talk about that one first. You know, that that's what really got me. I went to, uh, and Lorelai, our, you know, uh, director, executive director of tourism, she was at our meeting too. And, you know, she was there just because she wanted to see Ivy Tech and the others, uh, you know, um, given an awards. But she called me up and said, hey, have you ever been to Ivy Tech? And I go, not really. I, I've been in an auditorium once, but that's all I know. She goes, oh, my God, you got to take a tour of this place. It's amazing. So... 
that's how it all started is that's crazy you know we met with the chancellor there and we're going through these these corridors and here's this program and that program and then we're walking down a hallway where these computers are and, and he goes oh hey by the way this it just he, nonchalant and i go wait a second this kid was part of the you know i say kid he had been in his what 20s or so i mean it wasn't really yeah. a kid but to me it was but um, <laughs> and i just started asking all these questions i go wait a second are you telling me that they were in a contest that was held, you know, for anyone in any college, university, whatever to be part of? And out of all the colleges, they came in first out of all like MIT's or Harvard, or whoever, whoever entered didn't matter. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. How? The? And, and I kind of said it this way. I go, Poe Dunkey, Valparaiso, yeah. Indiana, <laughs> Ivy Tech. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And, and I was just so impressed. And, and the kid just lit up like a light bulb. And he was telling me about a little bit about it. And, and I knew right there, I'm like, wait a second. You got to get in front of the council. And, and more people need to hear what I'm hearing here. And I said, this is this is pretty darn cool. And then the, the, the cool, he goes, but the coolest part is is the prize we won is this big old WWF belt. And, like, <laughs> and he showed me a picture of it. And I go, where is it? And he goes, oh, it's being engraved. We don't have it yet. And I go, son of a gun. That would have been so cool to see. Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> But it was, you know, and, and what I thought was cool too, Greg, was that they mentioned that in the future or the very near future, they could be going to see the president of the United States to give an award or something. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Go to the oh White House goodness. and receive an award. Oh, you're yeah. right. He said the White House. Yeah. 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 How crazy. See, and again, we're talking Ivy Tech Valparaiso yeah. campus, you know, and uh, I, it, it's really impressive. And. I mean, the program is outstanding, but, you know, the kids going there, too, you know, the kids are the, the you know, they they did it, you know. I mean, they're mm -hmm. with their knowledge and whatever, because I'm, I'm the biggest, not anti-technology, but it just doesn't work. I, I I can barely turn on a light switch on something and go, wow, it worked, you know, but <laughs> other things I got no problem with, but technology, because we didn't, I didn't grow up with it, you know. I mean, it right, was. right. It did not exist really, so I I, I didn't embrace it because I didn't have to and and all that stuff. So that's where my uh, but I appreciate all those people that that have that little gift and knack and understand it and it's pretty impressive. But yeah, uh, it takes takes a lot of different people to make this world happen. Well, and and, and, and <laughs> With we a lot of different through, knowledge. Yeah, and and we went through you know their nursing. Uh, they have these um, like dummies that are. They have the Cadillac versions, they have a Chevy version, and then they've got the Bentleys. And I'm looking at this one, I swear to God, if you if I didn't know that it was a dummy, I'd swear that it was an old man sleeping, you know, on this. this <laughs> and, and that was a Bentley, you know, but I'm like, dang. That's awesome. So these, these people that go on these programs here, or like the EMTs and the uh, paramedics, they've got, a, they've got the back of a, a, a rig, an ambulance in there, and it reminded me of when I was um, with the I was with the Navy for a, a, a time at their boot camp in Great Lakes. They've got a ship that uh, it's inside. And it was built by uh, the people that did the technology and some of the uh, rides for Walt Disney. You're mm -hmm. in you're in this ship in this building, climate controlled, and it's moving like it. You know they can they can gauge it to where it's like uh, okay, you're in the middle of uh, the Mediterranean. You're on this size of a ship cool. and the waves are 10 feet, you know, so it calculates all this stuff in and the ship will move like it would be on that waterway, you know, or if you're on an aircraft carrier and plug that in and your aircraft carrier is huge and, and there's a storm or there, you know, and I'm just like, holy crap, because what they said is, which shocked me, they said the first time a lot of these sailors from the Navy get on a ship is when they actually get out of boot camp and get stationed on a ship there. Oh, okay. There were like, had, there were no ships at, when I was there, there was no ships even uh, at the great lakes Navy base. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So it, things you just don't think about, you know? And, uh, so it reminded me this, when I'm watching this, this paramedic rig at, at, at Ivy tech, it reminded me that because they can say they can plug into the computer they're going 30 miles an hour on a road that's a little bumpy. So then next thing you know, this thing starts jumping a little bit. You're like, dang. 
Okay, so if you're working on somebody, you got to be used to them moving around because you're on the road and you are moving. Jeez, that's cool, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like I was very impressed, and uh, so the whole so thing they, they can program them like Lake County roads, where they're a lot bumpier <laughs> and crappier than Porter County. So Porter County to be a lot smoother, <laughs> or a chip and seal road, which is going to vibrate through your whole body. Oh but, uh, goodness, so let's not go there. <laughs> I'd rather have vibrates in my body than bouncing up and down with potholes, but still, yeah. Did you hear what happened? Um, was it Friday we got that email about the um, the bridge that we had an emergency, emergency shutdown as a county? Uh, yeah, what was that? I, 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 I just drove by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over by, um, it's Mineral Springs Road. It's kind of where David's Lawn Care is now on 20, but uh, uh-huh. where the uh, pizza place is, Uno's Pizza and Porter now. Okay. Um, and uh, from what from what I was reading, and um, maybe I twisted some things, but uh, this bridge has been on the watch list for a while, and we've been talking about repairing it. We've been working with... Um, some kind, is it the DNR we're working with? There's some kind of property that is um, right next, adjacent to it that's protected for environmental reasons. Oh, okay. Um, it's a NEPA process. So we've been working on it, um, but it's been slowed down significantly significantly because of this environmental process. Um, well, they inspected the br- bridge Friday and found out that it's got to be shut down immediately so they shut it down there's now signs out there but the sad part um and there's nothing we can do about it as a county and that's kind of why i wanted to talk about it get ahead of this um it could take up to 18 months to fix this and it's not due to us it's not due to the money it's due to this environmental impact of the surrounding properties so it's going to be really interesting to see how this goes it's going to be a slow process and i think uh we're going to hear some upset residents um probably upset set businesses because it cut off one of the pathways to get easily to their business. Uh, There's an alternative so that there's that, but uh, you know, it goes to show that, you know, we're doing all this stuff and and we're trying to stay ahead of things. And I mean, we've really put a a lot of time and money into uh, bridges the last few years and this one just pops up, you know, it was on our radar, but it just got worse really fast. And, yeah, wow. government hands are tied by so many different things. Like when we were fixing that bridge by Brummett last year, yeah. you had NIPSCO, the water line. I mean, you had people delaying us, but it wasn't us. You know, right. when it looks back out of the county, it's like, well, the county can't get something done. Well, it's like, well, we can get it done. It's the other governmental agencies that are holding us up. Right, right. And, and, and it's, or utilities. And it's, yes, it's good that you said that because people need to understand that. It's easy to... Well, it's like if something goes wrong, you want to blame the president of the United States, and you go, the president yeah. has nothing to do with that, you know? Right. But people right. just get angry, and they want to point a finger and say, come on, you know, you, you're a government entity, whatever, doesn't matter what level, you, you obviously are the ones that are causing this this pain to my, <laughs> my, my work or my life or my whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. not always. But wow. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it could be us, but no, in this instance, <laughs> yeah, well, remember, if, if that bridge yeah. wasn't on our radar and it yeah. was a surprise, then yeah, I would say we were dropping the ball. We should have known about that, but we didn't know about it and we weren't working on it. So. <laughs> and remember, if you have a complaint with a county, Andy Bozak is the one that you want to get a hold of. B-O-Z-A-K. <laughs> you know, there's only certain people that reply to emails, so there are certain one of us. Feel free to call. Uh, call. Yeah. <laughs> call <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're calling to say you've got a Santa Claus lined up, but you also got that pothole in front of your county yeah. road, you know, you, you, you can make Wouldn't one call and get two things done. Call. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I'll be your Santa Claus, but I need this pothole fixed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Isn't that something? Yeah. But, uh, and, 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 oh, this is WVLP 13.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims, the other host, Andy Bozek, and uh, we have been sponsored podcast as well as local by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, Chequick Lodge number 56 in good old downtown Valparaiso, Indiana, uh, celebrating their 175 years of existing in Valparaiso. So it's kind of cool. But um, Were you guys over at, hol- was the holidays last night? Was the festival, the holidays, Valpo one last night? Uh, I, I don't know, but I wasn't there. Uh, oh, okay. No. I'm just curious to do it. Because I know there was a Portage street lighting event, too, last night. 
Yeah, there are a lot of uh, Valparaiso University had a, a, a tree lighting ceremony last week, and they had fireworks and stuff, and that was pretty cool. And then, That's so cool. I know. That was during our council meeting. Yeah. Remember when you <laughs> yeah. teased me about that? <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice to see. And then we know this really downtown would've. Valparaiso did a – I'll tell you, I was driving by there uh, a couple nights ago, and it really is they, – they do one heck of a job uh, lighting up the – the area, you know, it's very, it's very, amazing. very festive. Yeah, we actually had someone on the Chesterton Town Happenings Facebook page um, anonymously post that they were disappointed with our lights in downtown Chesterton, comparing them to Valpo's, and they were saying, "Well, Chesterton does a '90s style where they just kind of throw a tree, a light strip in or a light uh, strand in the tree and, and throw it around where Valpo will wrap, wrap the branches." And it's like, "Well, hold on. I mean, I didn't comment this, but this is what I'm thinking, and other people did comment this." Um, Valpo's got a bigger department to do that, but not only that, have you ever individually wrapped? I mean, it's the time, the amount of time that it takes to do that. It's amazing. It really is. Cause what Valpo is able to accomplish blows my mind because yeah. I know how much work that takes. And, um, I love that they're able to do it, but I, I can't see Chesterton <laughs> taking their two guys for six months and, you know, right. trying to accomplish right. what Valpo did. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing, too, is I kind of laugh when I see it is, you know, sometimes you can tell what uh, what equipment a, a, an area has when you see a tree <laughs> half lit up because that's as far as they can reach. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those trees in my yard. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, it's all it's all good. But you're you're right, and and it's it's not fair to, you know, to compare. Because I, I imagine no, for years people not. were comparing, you know, downtown Chicago, how well that was lit up to other places, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you just go go wherever you're at, enjoy it, appreciate it, you know, know that people are doing their best, and uh, and then go That's on it. or. Or yeah, like you guys, you know, see your house. I'm sure there's some people that look at your house and go, what the hell? We got to do that. You know, it's a lot of work. You know, I have some people that tell me they hate my house. I mean, they, they very much dislike it. My mom's one of them. I mean, she doesn't dislike it, but she doesn't, <laughs> she's not a fan of the lights flashing. That means, oh. you know, everybody's different. So you've got people that don't like the lights flashing. You've got people that don't like the new pixel lights. Yeah. Um, people that yeah. like the old school warm glow of incandescent lights. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so yeah, you can please everybody. Even with a light show, you'd be amazed. <laughs> no, I can imagine. I can imagine, and uh, yeah. So it's, you know, people just need to understand that that uh, you know people are trying, or they, and if they choose not to uh, celebrate anything this this time period, so be it. You know, I mean, more it, power to them. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, be you. Do you? Yes. Yeah. So that's all cool, but um, and then. Uh, the Porter County Library, we're going to have uh, Jesse Butts, who is the director of our uh, library system. Uh, he's going to be on the show next week. And Oh, awesome. They got an awesome book reading program where uh, kids sign up and they get a free book. And I I, I don't want to go too much farther because I, I don't want to see the wrong things. But uh, I just know that it's a wonderful program for kids to get some Awesome books for free and and just, it as a cliffhanger. There you go. Now they have to tune in next <laughs> week to find out. <laughs> yes, and and for those of you that are catching us on a podcast, you live in England. I'm not sure that might be out of our jurisdiction for the uh, free books. <laughs> but you know what? You never know. You never. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you live in England and you email PC Buzz one of what three at yahoo.com and ask us for a free book, I'll send you a free book. <laughs> <laughs> Up to okay. 10 people, let's put it that way. Because I don't want the whole country emailing us. But wouldn't that be cool if we got an email from out of country? That would be. That would be cool. Yes. That would be. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah. PCBuzz103 at yahoo.com. So, yeah, that, that would be awesome. And then, that too, just be. your comments. Or, you know, if you guys have something to say or you're curious, just like, too, you can always call us at the county building and uh, our secretary will, will take a message and, uh, you know. We'd be happy to. Mm -hmm. Or if you know somebody that you'd like to have on the show with us, you know, we can do that yeah. too. Uh, yeah, we're always looking for guests. Uh, yeah. We're not, we're not looking for people that are self-promoting a business per se, no. unless it's no. a business that's giving back to the community in some way. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Yeah. So, but anyways, we're, uh, we're pretty much out of time this week. So, uh, Oh my goodness. We're done. Yeah. It's, yeah. I went, I went crazy fast. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it yeah. So hopefully you guys have a good week and uh, keep up uh, 
keep all the good stuff going. And this has been uh, Porter County Buzz at WVLP 103.1 FM. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. All right. Happy holidays. Okay.